Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. I'll tell you what, if I had learned one thing from last night to tonight, well, it's, also, it's also something I've learned for the last couple of years as well, uh, is that if you have any opinion other than Steph Curry is the greatest player in the world, uh, nobody wants to hear it. This is true. Nobody wants yeah. to hear it. I'll tell you what, we talked about this last night. And you know, look, Steph Curry is in the middle of a phenomenal run. He is fun to watch. This is 11 straight games of 30 or more points, and he's been terrific. But you got to have the entire conversation. And 
Steph Curry is not doing enough to lift his team in the Western Conference. All right, they're six and five in these games, and they're a five hundred team. And if Steph Curry really is an all time great, you want to talk about him like we talk about LeBron and some of the other players. Uh, you kind of have to be able to do that. Yeah, I get the Western Conference is tough, and I'm not saying Steph Curry's got to have them up at the top of the West, but should they be a little higher than, than ninth place and a couple of games out of eighth? Yeah, of course they should be. Steph Curry is a tremendous shooter. He's the best shooter I've ever seen. But the same thing exists for Steph that exists for very few players in all of sports, and that is because of his image. And the fact that everybody likes him and everybody has liked him, that he is almost impervious to criticism. Whereas any other player who is scoring 30 or more points a game, but their team isn't winning and they're out of the playoffs, what do they say about him? Yeah, they're Damian Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if it's LeBron James, it's all LeBron's not doing enough. They're not winning. Scoring all these points, empty baskets. All these things happen. Steph Curry doesn't raise the level of the other guys around him. What he does is when Steph Curry is on, and when he's surrounded by other All-Stars, things open up for the other All-Stars to be able to do things, right? When you have great players. But Steph Curry doesn't do enough when it comes to raising the level of the players that he plays with. Look, he gets his own shot, right? That's what he does. He takes half his shots from behind the three-point line. Okay, he doesn't get to the rim. He passes pretty well, but it, but he doesn't do something where, hey, I can draw guys to me and pass off and suddenly here's somebody that has a wide-open shot. He just doesn't do that. Right. So as good as he is, his image gives you a bigger uh, impression of him. And, you know, him and, and Patrick Mahomes, two guys that any criticism of them is, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And that's the one thing I saw today, clearly all over today, social media today. Look, it was a big day for us virally. What we had last night, the Aaron Rodgers thing was big for oh, us, yeah. too, which was great. But the one thing I know today is that nobody has anything other than, wow, boy, Steph is great. Okay, he is a tremendous shooter, and he is a great show. But you got to have the other parts of it, too. And for a team that may not make the playoffs, um, boy, that's a, that's, a, that's a bit of a thing you have to get in a conversation with. But nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be a part of it. It's, oh, see, look how great Steph is. You can't say anything else. No, but what about this? No, 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 no. You can't say anything else about it. What about the fact that he was a periphery all-star until Steve Kerr got there, and that's what turned him into a great player? No, no, Steph was always great. Okay, why couldn't they go anywhere in the West when Steph was their best player when he was 21, 22, 23, 24 years old? No, no, no. No, 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 Steph is great. Steph is great. Okay, why did they need to go out and get Kevin Durant after uh, clearly it should have been enough and Steph Curry still isn't an NBA Finals MVP? No, 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 no. It's, it's all the excuses are made for him more than any other player in the NBA. And I'm saying, and I'm starting with he's great and he's terrific. He's the best shooter I've seen, but everybody just cuts off right there. You know what? Dennis Rodman is the greatest rebounder I've ever seen. Do we have any conversations about Rodman being, hey, look, he's one of those top all-time great type players? No. Steph Curry does one thing really, really well. And you know what? He's very sexy when he does it, right? He's able to step back and get his own shot, and it is awesome to watch. It's more fun than watching a guy pull down rebounds. Boy, Robin's got 18 rebounds. Boy, that was great. Um, it, what he does, he does one thing better than anybody I've seen. But does he do everything that the star players do? do they, does he affect the game more on offense? No. Does he affect the game defensively? No, he doesn't do those things. So when you talk about how 
what an all-time, all-time player he is. It's, uh, you know what? He's a little overrated for that. If, if he didn't have the reputation that he has, there would be much more criticism of him and, and, and the image of Steph Curry. Boy, boy, he's a really, really good player. But, uh, you know, yeah, he still needs other things to be done around him to be able to really succeed. But nobody has any, any time for that take. It's, uh, Steph is great. Yes, he hits an unbelievable shots, and I love it. It's awesome to see. It's really fantastic, and it's awesome. But, it, but the other parts are parts of it, too. But it's like, no, we just want to stop and wonder and go, wow, what a great shot. Okay, but the other stuff is part of it. Well, whenever you start asking about defense with anything, people stop listening. Nobody wants to talk about defense, except when it comes to team defense to tell you why, you know, something that is beloved, say like the alignment of the Nets, can't work. They don't play defense. It's the regular season. They haven't had to. That doesn't mean that when it comes down to it, they can't commit to it, and maybe they don't. The answer is we don't know. Just like the MVP talk, right? We went through it in in great detail last last night. Find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you find and download your audio as you go on your runs, walks, uh, long car rides, or, or, or just trying to avoid uh, listening to the kids yell at you uh, or the dog bark at you, whatever the case may be. Uh, we appreciate you. Download it. Give it five stars. We'll love you forever. Uh, but the idea that there's a lot of basketball still to be played, right? We're talking about injuries and guys coming back from them. And then some of your other presumptive front runners in the MVP conversation. They're guys that have had very extensive injury histories. So we'll see if they're able to finish the job or if they suddenly have to bow out, you know, by default as well. But, you know, everybody likes a, a good MVP conversation. Seems like that's one thing the pandemic gave us. We talked about MVPs more in the last year than I remember in my life. And oh, maybe it's yeah. just because I've finally gotten sucked into it a little bit. Because you know how much I abhor those conversations and Mount Rushmores and stuff. But, <laughs> hey, you know what? We, we, you got to give the people what they want. Hot, hot takes and rankings and lists get people fired up. And with Steph Curry, I mean, defense, just push that aside. Uh, offensively, he's carrying a, a subpar team right now. Draymond Green is no longer Draymond Green. Kelly Oubre is is one of the guys you're banking on for major production on a night-to-night basis. Andrew Wiggins, by this point, we kind of know what he is, right? And James Wiseman struggled at times, and then he got hurt. Probably not the guy they should have picked, but that's a whole other fight for another time. <laughs> but, right, if you wanted to win right now, like he was a project guy, and you saw, you've seen that on the court this year. So if you were – seriously thinking about competing and obviously clay getting hurt again is something you couldn't have predicted but even still you you didn't add the other component part that necessarily pushed you over the finish line uh but yeah steph curry's a guy that you you either have to embrace or just be ready to get ratioed and and have a lot of people mad at you because the the argument goes that he changed the game right that's all you ever hear. He changed the game. You know what? I think other people were smart enough to realize that shooting bleeping three-pointers all over the place was good for business too. Well, I would I, 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 I don't I don't think he, I don't think he's, you know, somebody that hey, he was doing it for a decade. Right? Look, he's the first to dunk the basketball like you were watching the uh, Will Ferrell movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> watching the tropics go to work. What was that? No, that's illegal. 
No, no. I mean, that's not what a three-pointer was from Steph Curry. <laughs> it existed in the game. And Monix from outside gives the Tropics lead. No, I'll give you – listen, Steve Kerr is the guy. You want to say what revolutionized the game? Because the Warriors, what were they doing? Well, you know, they, they finished sixth in the West was the highest they get to. They were meandering. If Steve Kerr doesn't show up, then you know what? Then Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. That's who they are, right? They're not these, hey, look at these players with multiple championships. They're Lillard and McCollum. That's kind of where they were. Boy, they're guys that can fill it up. You don't want to play them in an early round playoff series, but are they really going to go very far? That's what they would have been if Steve Kerr didn't show up. But Steve Kerr comes in with his offense, his motion. We're taking threes. We're doing all of this. And he did have a great set of players to put that in. Like he said, I have Steph. I know what I can do with him. I can do the same thing with Clay Thompson, and it worked. So I'm not saying that it wasn't that the players just plugged in and they were great. Clearly, they had, they had you know Steph had that skill set to be able to become the greatest shooter on the planet. But w- would they really have gotten that? Would he really be at this point without Steve Kerr? I mean, really. I mean, we give Phil Jackson all kinds of credit for the triangle offense and how big the triangle offense was. Yeah, he had Michael Jordan, Shaq, and Kobe Bryant. Yes, of course the triangle offense is going to look great. When you have these players, the triangle, the Lakers barely ran the triangle when, when they are, won are you, are the you second seriously going to try to disrespect Phil Jackson right now? No, is that what you're what trying I'm, to do? What I'm saying How is, dare I, was, you? I thought Phil Jackson would wake up by now, you know, but the thing is, is that we, we don't give Steve Kerr nearly the credit to say, Hey, what about what you did here? We're shooting threes in his offense. Oh yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not Steve Kerr. No, it, a lot of it is the system. And this is when I say Steph Curry is a system quarterback. Right. It sounds bad. I get it. It sounds bad. But but instead of going from a guy barely in the league to being able to contribute, he went from being a borderline all star because that's kind of what he was to now look at this phenomenal player that he is. And he's at he's at that way in this system with Golden State when he does leave, because he will leave at some point. Right. He's going to leave and go someplace Ooh, else because eventually. There it is. Look, we, we, we've talked about this. Eventually, mm-hmm. he's going to understand no one's coming to Golden State anymore. Right. We, we got lucky we had the team we had but Draymond Green is not going to be the same who knows what Clay Thompson's going to be when he gets back and KD came and that boy that was awesome but who's really going to come to do that anymore no one's going to do it because again nobody knows what you're going to get there so he's going to have to go and then it's going to be interesting to see oh hey Steph is sacrificing points for wins and all these things people are going to say because he's not going to be scoring 30-35 a game when he goes to a different team because he's not going to be in that kind of offense. He's going to be the complimentary player that gets big shots. Look, and I'm, I'm sure it's going to be someplace like L.A. with the Lakers or the Clippers, someplace big. Maybe he goes back home to Charlotte, which is another big destination. I can see him doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, all those places, and suddenly it's, boy, are, are we going to build that system around him, or is he going to be a guy that maybe scores 20-24 a game now? Oh, it's still still vintage Steph, but you know he's not, not the same guy. Yeah, because he's not in the same system, and he doesn't have the same players around him. That's how it's going to go for Steph Curry and people still make excuses for him. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, but he's, he's with, with new team now, new thing, new responsibilities. No, if he was still that kind of player, he would get his own shots. He'd be able to do that in the flow of this offense that he's in. Why is he suddenly because he's, if he's a great player, you're great in any system, right? Now, let's see what happens when he winds up going someplace else. I mean, I, look, th- this is just how it is for Steph Curry. Again, and I preface this by saying he is a terrific, fantastic player, but we 
overrate him at times. And even now is a time when even the big show he's putting on, okay, really? I mean, you see a lot of these games now, everybody's scoring 130 points a night. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Offense is a great show, and it's fantastic. But really, how much of it is, boy, hey, Steph Curry is just great, but there's other mitigating circumstances. No, 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 I just don't want to hear about him. Yeah, I know. For the next month, I'd really like to see him locked down on defense. Uh, no, so you were on with Doug Gottlieb <laughs> earlier. Did you did you go Doug enough to hate say that he hated you or what? No, 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 no. When I when I was on with Doug today, and he said, you know, because you know Doug and I work together a lot. We do we do Dan together, and and look, we're arguing about sports. You know, it's yeah, the way I'm, it goes. I'm, and, uh, and I'm back here. But yeah, and he's and he said uh, and he said I love you, man. He goes, yeah, I love everything else about you. But man, this is a bad take. I go, let's talk about it. Let's talk about why it's a bad take. And you know, we went back and forth, and I understood his I understood his points about Steph Curry and what he's doing. And my points were that. They should be better in the standings if he truly was still an all-time great. And, you know, you can't discount what anybody else is doing and say that, boy, Steph is doing this and nobody else is doing it. No, other guys are having great years. Other guys are scoring a ton. You know, Bradley Beal is having a phenomenal year. He's got the Wizards, you know, five games out. You know, I mean, really, Steph Curry has the the Warriors in ninth place and they're two games out of eighth. Bradley Beal has the Wizards in tenth place and they're four games out out of eighth and Bradley Beal is leading the league in scoring right him and Steph Curry are right there with each other but no one's talking about Bradley Beal for MVP so I mean you know the main thing we got into was the MVP discussion it was how can you give a guy the MVP when they might not even make the top eight I mean really this is making seven through ten in the playoffs is 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 the new playoff right if you're nine and ten this is a made-up playoff thing obviously if the Knicks finish ninth it's a great thing but I mean but right now I mean you're talking about the ninth tenth spot is something made up to get teams in and I can't give a guy the MVP if his team if his team finishes in ninth place in a conference because they're just okay and you could say oh Steph has raised the level of the team well if he raised the level if he's that great a player they'd be more than 500 LeBron James raised levels raised levels of the of the Cavaliers all by himself you know for a long time other players tend to do that when you are the great player Nikola Jokic is getting MVP talk why he has raised the level and the the Nuggets are 17 games over 500 Joel Embiid has raised the level of the of the Sixers. They are now in first place, and the only change was Joel Embiid decided, I need to be a superstar now. I'm ready for that level part of my career. You raise the level of your team. It, it happens. And like I said, I'm not saying, Steph, you know, Steph, he's not working with a ton here, but they should be better than ninth. All right? If, if you're all that, and if he affects the game that much and makes his team that much better, they win more games than they have. And Instead so that was my celebrating the depths depth of the West, you went back to that argument and you're staying with the bad take. It's okay. Guys do that. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen dope. You could disagree and that's fine, my friend. You disagree. I, I get it. Rodon didn't pitch a no-hitter tonight. You're a little salty. I get it. You're, you're, they got the victory. I understand. I understand. He's through three starts. He's got a .47 <laughs> ERA. I think, I think he's doing just fine. No, no, no. He's on the way down now. Every, he hit his peak last week. Now he's on the way down. That's how well, it's Well, it's awful hard to match that now, wasn't it? <laughs> Why not? Than, he did it once. Other, other than hitting again. a dude in the back of the foot. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Clearly today, look, there was one story, and it was something that overwhelmed all of us. We waited for the verdict to come in. It came in middle of the afternoon. 
For Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin found guilty of second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter by a jury on Tuesday for his role in the murder of George Floyd. Uh, Floyd's death and the video, uh, we, we couldn't believe it when we saw it, and everybody was on edge wondering how this uh, jury trial was going to finish. And it finished today, and these, this was the verdict that was reached earlier today. Now, there's likely going to be appeals and different and, and, and sentences, mm-hmm. but this is how it went today. Many athletes have weighed in on this and weighed in with uh, thoughts of the trial and how they felt and how it went and justice was was served here. And, you know, the, the thing is, is I look at this and I go, yes, you know, justice was served, but it's also not a great day because, you know, look, that's not bringing George Floyd back. It's not solving the problem that we have in this country. Uh, you know, it was a day for justice, but was it? A, but it's not a day to to really celebrate. So it's very it's very strange. Um, you know, seeing seeing how it unfolded, that that's kind of what I come back to. And I really think that Stan Van Gundy, uh, Pelicans head coach, really said said it the best today when he talked about where he is at and where players are at when it comes to what happened today. Here's Stan Van Gundy before the game tonight. Uh, this from right after the verdict was announced. In my mind, justice was done, but it's hard to celebrate. It's hard to celebrate because it doesn't bring back George Floyd. And, and so we had somebody needlessly killed right in front of us, you know, right in front of all of us because we could see it on video. And I applaud the just verdict, but it's hard for me to to celebrate based on where the whole thing started, George Floyd still being dead, people since then being dead, and not having overwhelming confidence that that this is going to be a step in the right direction and not an isolated incident. You know, he went on to say, Mike, that he's glad that the players are getting involved and, and, and that generation's getting involved because they're the ones that are going to, you know, affect change. And I didn't think about it a lot until I heard Stan Van Gundy say that. And I said, yeah, you know, that's something that, you know, that, that that's the hope that we get. Because right now we're still divided. America is still divided. And there there's nothing that we have done that's shown that we're going to get back that way. My generation, our generation, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm 50 now. You know, you're in your 40s. You know, we failed bringing America together. Right. Everything, you know, the the generation before us and here, we failed because we're not together. But when I think of the kids now who are in their early 20s and who are in high school and coming out and are the ones that are seeing the world the way it is, the ones that see less color and see less controversy and understand that we're all in this together. And that's one thing that I, I, I can't get over. We, we, we can't realize in this country is that we're all in this together, right? We all are. I mean, no matter, no matter from the moment you were born and however long you spend on this earth, we're in it with everybody else. We're all trying to make it work. And I, I, I think, and I look and I think about hope and I think well that's the generation that has to do it right that's the generate the ones coming up now seeing what's going on they're the ones that have to affect change and look we always want to look to our kids and say hey you know do this we want to leave the world a better place for you and now unfortunately we're saying you got to make the world a better place and you you have to do that and 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 that's one thing I'll say for all for everybody who's that young go do it we need you you know you're the ones that are going to have the energy to affect change because you know we obviously we tried 
and maybe we didn't do it the best we could. Maybe there's ways we failed, but we just didn't do it. And so now for, for you to go out and do it, that younger generation, go do it. I mean, don't come after Mike and my jobs, right? Because, you know, I mean, sports sucks and hot takes. You'll leave that to us. But changing the country for the better, you know, go do that because that's what we need. Well, I think a lot of it comes down to a reality of change is, is long and hard and you need touch points to make it you know, a, exacerbate the, the situation. And sometimes un, there, there are unfortunate, you know, uncomfortable moments. And th- this is a terrible loss for the Floyd family and, you know, a community that mourns and a lot of people that say why and how, and you're trying to get to the, to the bottom of it and you're trying to impact change. What we don't need is more fiery rhetoric because you get that all over the place. Right. You've got, you know, the powers that be, you'll get some platitudes and you'll get some some high highbrow speaking points. But what does it really impact? Right. And, and then you have others that, you know, will will shout slogans that that really just get subjected to different interpretations and just muddy the picture even more. Right. And so, look, I, I don't know about you. I was getting alerts all day, you know, from different uh, venues that I'm on mailing lists and, and, you know, sports teams and, and news sites and whatever of, you know, the local police, this, the local police here, uh, all across this country, just ready uh, in, in the event that, you know, we had some uh, re-ignition of things from last summer. And as of now, I, you know, I'm not seeing anything to that level or, or of that respect tonight. And, you know, folks trying to figure out, okay, what's next steps, right? You've got your precedents. As you said, there'll be appeals. There'll be more discussions. And, and what flows out of this as you try to change different parts uh, of society that are long embedded, right? Changing attitudes overnight doesn't happen. And even for kids, they're born into circumstance. They're born into families and areas where maybe it's going to take beyond them and more generations before you truly eradicate some of the feelings and ill wills that are there. And remember, you know, it's always going to be there, right? You're not going to be able to, to get eradicate things entirely. But what you hope is that there's more dialogue and substantive change where there can be strides made and resources deployed appropriately to help communities, to help policing agents, and, and to try to bridge some of that divide. So uh, today was a, a day that had a lot of people on edge. And if for a moment, uh, they, they exhaled. And they can say, all right, here's a system that there, there's one. And then the hope is, as Stan Van Gundy said, that you find number two and you start getting a bit of momentum in that regard. So the Raiders <laughs> decided to get involved today following the Derek Chauvin verdict. Uh, they put up a tweet on social media that is white over black that says, I can breathe with the date 4 2021. Now, obviously, that hits many people a very weird way because, wait, George Floyd, the whole thing was I can't breathe. That's really tone deaf. And the Raiders came out and said, this is from Mark Davis, the team owner, that said, listen, I took the words from George Floyd's brother who said today, now I can finally breathe, you know, after what happened. Uh, So that's why we put it up. But we're not taking it down. And they actually pinned it to their Twitter account. 
All right, mm-hmm. now I, I understand what happened here. I Look, the Raiders look at this, and they put this out there. And, and look, you don't always know how something's going to play on social media. You don't always know. You don't always know how a text is going to play when you send it to somebody. It's like, are sure. you being funny? Are you pissed at me? Well, I don't understand. So they put this out, and, and clearly they had the reason to do it. Mark Davis took it from George Floyd. You see the other quotes uh, and tweets the Raiders have put out today on, on, on this issue. And so I get what they were trying to do. Hey, I'm going to use the words by, by George Floyd's brother, and I'm going to put this out there. But then you see that it's really tone deaf, and you see the, the stir that it is causing, and it is taking away from your message. This is when Mark Davis came out and said, I got it right from George Floyd's brother. If I, if I um, insulted the family, I'm sorry, but we're not taking it down. So hang on a second. So if you did insult the family, you, you're not going to take it down? Now, because they wouldn't take it down or adjust, I'm wondering just what they're trying to get up there with this, with this tweet, right? Because I didn't think about it before. I said, okay, there is it tone deaf? Yes, but this is where normally you get from somebody from the team, usually a vice president or someone in public affairs or in the PR department. You don't get the team owner saying things, but you get, hey, we wanted to put out a, a message of support for George Floyd's family. We were taking from his brother's words. We understand that this is not, you know, this wasn't taken a different way. We apologize. We stand with George Floyd and you put something else up. But when you double down on it and, and you actually say, if, if the family's offended, I'm sorry, but we're leaving it up. Well, so now what, what are you putting that up for? Why, well, now I'm wondering why the Raiders go to the wall to put this up there. Why is Mark Davis answering this question? This is not something that usually hits Mark Davis's desk, right? It's, hey, figure it out. You know, you're going to say something. You know, maybe Mike Mayock puts out a statement. or But usually it's somebody you don't even know. And we're reading off a card saying it's Raiders director of personnel. It's Raiders operations director. We're getting something like that. But Mark Davis decides to weigh in. So now I'm wondering just what was this with the Raiders? And I'm wondering why did they, why did they go to the wall to double down and keep this up? and pin the tweet up there. So now they've put more emphasis on this, and it's more of a bad optic for them when they could have easily just said, hey, this is what we were doing. People would have said, oh, I get it. Yeah, it didn't come out great, and it's not a story anymore. But now, no, no, now we're going to leave it up. We're going to make people see it, continuing to come to it. It's continuing to get noticed, social media, everywhere else. I don't know why the Raiders do this. I don't know why they stood, we're going to stand on this hill forever, when it clearly was a hill that, hey, you were on, but maybe you need to get off that hill and and figure out a different hill. They didn't do it. Well, I I come back to... Look, you, you can have a bad take, a bad tweet. It's not necessarily misguided. I mean, look, you, you talked about how much derision you've gotten for your Steph Curry tweet in the ratioed world. You haven't taken it down. You've doubled down. Mm. You've gone on other shows. You've tried, called out KNBR on 145 occasions. Uh, likewise, the, later, Ra- the Raiders here, the Las Vegas Raiders, I kind of mashed that all together. Um, look, I know this was co-opted, and there were people wearing shirts, I can breathe, and making fun of it. I don't believe that's any way tied to what the Raiders are doing here. I think this was the expression that if I, in my timeline, I certainly saw a number of folks that said, okay, I can exhale now or something of that nature after the verdict was read, where it was some derivative before the verdict of just holding my breath. I can't breathe. I'm, you know, nauseous, whatever, whatever the, the feelings, the emotions, all of that, that were, were coming into today as it took 10 hours to, to bring back a verdict, denied bail. So straight to prison, all of those things. And 
perhaps this is the expression and Mark Davis owned it, that it was, it was him to say, all right, I can breathe. So today expressing something, the Floyd family and, and George Floyd's brother, but certainly uh, maybe speaking for their own thoughts and the, the fights and the discussions and the the efforts they've got in terms of their own community involvement, that this is a step forward. And I, I can't shy them for that. You're at 32,000 likes, 65,800 quote tweets, uh, and almost 27,000 messages, which I'm not even going to begin to read. I know we, we, we spotlighted one from former executive with the Raiders, Amy Trask, earlier, saying if you hear thunder, then it's Al, and Al's not going to be happy about it. <laughs> I, I Maybe Mark Davis addresses it further going you know tomorrow there's another discussion about it but once it's up what does taking it down mean you're still gonna now you're gonna come out with a statement going well we're sorry we offended people on twitter you know now you're stuck now you're stuck because you had the chance to say okay i I get that maybe this didn't play the right way so we put an alternate message up or something it happens that's how it goes right but now that you've left it up now when you take it now taking it down or doing anything that doesn't do anything you had your chance and now you're gonna you're gonna wear this and now it's yeah i think you're gonna wear it either way i I don't think even if they hadn't put out a statement and, and doubled down on it if they just left it up i mean that once it once it's there and it's screenshot i mean it was on TMZ maybe 10 minutes after it went up, right, and, and started to, to gain traction there over the course of the night. I mean, even if you pull it away, now you got to explain it, and, and you now you're in a, in a whole other PR firestorm of uh, trying to explain what you meant, which is always a difficult proposition, too. Because I, 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 I really... a lot of folks aren't going to accept what you had to say. Because, no, you're oh, right. You got but... backlash, so screw you. I mean, so you're in a no-win situation. Yeah, but then, but then, you know what? Then you apologize, and then it's forgotten about. And then it's okay, you did this, and now everybody. But now it stays up like this. It stays in your mind doubly. And everybody, what? Why is this happening this way? Why have they decided to continue to double down on this? And, and without saying anything, it makes it worse. I, I don't see. I don't know why teams decide. Okay, we're going to do this. And if you keep doing this, it's going to be worse for you. Yep, that's what I want to do. I want to keep doing something that's going to bring negative attention to my team and make and make us potentially look bad. I, I don't know why you would keep doing that when it was okay. We can limit the damage here. We, we this is what we were going for, and now I now I get that not everybody took it that way. So okay, because when you put out a message of support, it should be something that nobody is able to say. Oh, I can't believe it. Message of support should be something that everybody gets on Jason, board with. No, it should be, no, it shouldn't be, you it shouldn't know, be no, you know better. You know better than that. When you, you know are, better than that. In this day and age when you're if you're not a hundred percent to where somebody's agreeing with you a hundred percent you're against everybody yeah, don't you know message, that but there's a message of support that sometimes that's easy to put out and this was an easy one to put out it was instead you know the raiders biffed it and now they're sticking with it i, I like i said there the, the damage there was damage but they could have got out of it i think they could have got out of it be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. 
you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, they said there was life on Mars today, I saw in a tweet. So, I mean, Bowie was ahead of his time there. Yeah, but the, did you see the tweet? It says proof of life on Mars, and they pan over, and it's a dog digging a hole. <laughs> oh. How do you know it's not a space dog? Well, wow, now that would be something. Must you know, some Dogecoin dog. to the moon. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Yay. Yeah, but I put some dog, I left a dog on Mars, and look, it's still doing okay. Absolutely. No, they left Matt Damon there a long time ago. He made it out. Sorry, exactly. spoiler. Let's leave a dog there. I mean, I like I get it, but when I'm like, ooh, life on Mars, and I'm I'm seeing like 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 real people retweet this and like like NASA rogue NASA and stuff. Like, ooh, what is it? And it's dog digging a hole. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it made everybody laugh. Well, we all need some levity. You know what it's like to just laugh and laugh and laugh. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, so big news in the NBA tonight as we got big injury news for two teams that. We like to think we're on a collision course for the finals, the Lakers and the Nets. We'll deal with the Lakers first. As we find out, LeBron James is now likely weeks away from his return. Uh, Now, there's about a month-ish left in the regular season. So if LeBron is weeks away, it means not next week and maybe not the week after that. So that's at least two weeks before he comes back, maybe three, maybe not till the end of the season. So LeBron James is still a ways away. Meanwhile, for the Nets, they do not have... Kevin Durant, who missed tonight's game. Look, the Nets had a big win. Uh, look, the, no, matter, no matter who's missing for the Nets in the regular season, they always find a way to get it done. Doesn't matter. Regular season, no, no, no. Regular season, the Nets are terrific. So they always find a way. And they score 130 points like they score 130 points in every bleeping game. Uh, as they beat the Pelicans tonight, 134 mm-hmm. to 129. But no Kevin Durant, which we knew because he's still out with the left thigh contusion. Hopefully he is back soon. But the big news was James Harden. As the Nets say they are back to square one on his right hamstring strain. He was been trying to come back and the Nets say now they're back to beginning. They have no idea when he can come back and play. So if I have to look at both of these teams and say, all right, you have the defending champs who are are trying to get back and you have a team that everybody thinks is coming out of the East of three superstars. I'm worried more about the Nets right now than I am the Lakers. I'm not worried as much about the Lakers because there's a couple of reasons. I'll, I'll I'll tell you why. Lakers have been okay without their stars, right? They've not been great. They've not made hay in the Western Conference, but they've been one game under 500 without Anthony Davis and without LeBron James. AD's on his way back uh, Thursday night. Likely he makes his uh, re-debut. As Kyle Kuzma said, that dude better be blank and playing. His Uh, ass better be there. And they've been okay, right? And and clearly you don't need to worry about finishing in a certain place in the Western Conference because teams one through six are all pretty good. You'd love to finish one and two so you're playing against a team that's trying to survive the 7-10-8-9 series. Uh, But in the end, really, all right, we're going to finish six. Well, we really don't want to play the Nuggets. Well, I really don't want to play the Jazz. Well, we don't want to play the Suns. Well, we don't want to play. There's a lot of good teams in the West. So as long as you finish in the top six, it's okay. So the Lakers, the stakes are a little low. And plus – I really do believe that if 
it was a bigger deal for the Lakers now, and they were free-falling through the standings. AD and LeBron would have already been back. LeBron's a really healthy dude, right? He's been healthy for the majority of his career. When he sits out a lot, I look, I look at this and I go, okay, at some point we go from he's sitting out to load maintenance. And if the Lakers were in trouble and they weren't, they were, they were having difficulty making the playoffs, it looked like they'd wind up in the play-in game, they both would have been back already. But the Lakers have been all right because they didn't falter and fall through the Western Conference. They've stayed, they stayed an upright enough, so they're in a good spot for AD to come back, and they, they have some winnable games coming up. They also have some losable games coming up, but it's not an, a really difficult schedule. It's kind of an average schedule down the stretch. So if that happened, I really think the Lakers would have been back, and LeBron and, and, and they would have been back now. Now, the reason I worry about the Nets is because They've only played seven games together. And while their regular season good, it doesn't matter who's playing. It doesn't matter if they have Harden mm-hmm. and KD. It doesn't matter if they have Kyrie and Harden. It doesn't matter. They're still winning. But you get to the playoffs, and suddenly it's, okay, buckets are a little bit tougher to come by. Teams are playing a little bit better defense. We don't know how healthy you guys are going to be. And so can you count on KD for being able to play every other night? Is James Harden going to be able to come back for the second round of the playoffs? And uh, so I worry much more about the Nets and their health because they haven't really played together. Ask the Clippers what it's like when you could put a bunch of new guys together and you say, we're going to be fine once we get to the playoffs. You kidding? We're going to be great. All our guys, they never played together last year. They struggled they went home early so that's why I'm worried more about the Nets right now than I am the Lakers with both teams with these injuries see I still have some some positivity because the the way you described it uh well we're banking on all sorts of guys coming back healthy and for the rest of the league we're banking on other guys that have had injury problems in the past Embiid uh staying healthy through the rest of this regular season and into the playoffs. A lot of ifs and ands and buts. It's kind of like the MVP conversation. Just wait a minute. Like weather in the Midwest, a lot will change. So I, I think there's still a lot to be had here. The load maintenance argument, I love that that comes up. I think I broached it eh, about two weeks ago with you here, just saying it was it was coming. It was coming you're a soon. That's what you you're a broker. Oh, I do. I, a well, I mean, you just raise your hand and say, "All right, when when do we flip the switch between it was an uh, a sprain and he's kind of just been riding it out, knowing he doesn't need a ton of." regular season games to get ready and getting the rotation set. See, it gets into great conspiracy theory, right? I'm not so convinced with Anthony Davis. That's the one that I'm kind of wringing my hands on. You know, with LeBron, if it was truly a high ankle sprain, I mean, that that could linger. That could be a problem. And, yes, he's been a uh, cyborg to date, but father time comes for us all. Don't we know? Uh, so you have that with Anthony Davis. It's an injury that we we've we think we've seen before, and it usually doesn't end well uh, if you try to get back too soon. Uh, but we'll see. He's allegedly going to be ready for Thursday, as you alluded to Kuzma's colorful quote the other night with the the Nets. How do we know they're not just playing possum to a degree too? Hey, just put it back out there. He's he needs more time. Would you like to have more than seven games played? Sure. Does it look like they need it, though? I mean, they've risen up and played. They've played some defense when they needed to. Tonight, they didn't need to. They just outlast and and outscore, and Zion was magnificent, debuting his new shoes. 
one day after I told you you're going to see an awful lot of Zion and his shoes uh, from Nike. And uh, sure enough, the next day, hey, look, here he is doing a barrage of interviews and, and holding up his <laughs> shoes. Just crazy how that all comes together now, isn't it? Uh, but w- I think when we look at the navigating the Eastern Conference is is where the win is for these guys, whether they have one, two, or three of those players together. It would be nice if Spencer Dinwiddie were along for the ride, mm. but you know, you know, as we as we look at this this squad, I think there's an opportunity uh, on the Eastern Conference side of things to still make some hay. Now, and but here's here's why I go for the the Nets, and I'm I'm a little bit more nervous for them. Another reason why is that it, like I said, it doesn't matter where you finish in the West, right? Because look, clearly the West is there's all good teams. In the East, there's only three really good teams. I mean, if you want to start counting the Knicks, as hey, you got to watch out for them. I mean, well, look, hey, tomorrow they're, night they don't oof. quit. You know, yeah. with Thibodeau, as long as guys can answer the bell, you're going to get 48 minutes of hell. Oh, dude! You could tomorrow night. The, tomorrow night, Hawks and the Knicks. It's like the battle for fourth place. It's battle for home court advantage. It's going to be a huge night, man. I uh, hate so- that I'm feeding into your Knicks love, <laughs> but I've I've gotten to watch them enough, and I and I love watching them play. And they've got that Thibodeau feel to them. They, the, the, you know, the dog in them, as folks will say. For 48 minutes, it's there are a bunch of Joakim Noahs out there. They're they're playing <laughs> playing their hearts out. Uh, if you're the Nets, right, you got to think about we have to finish first in the East, right? Because that's where you want to avoid having to play a really good team in the second round because you don't know what your injury situation is going to be. You don't know if James Harden's going to be back. You don't know if Kevin Durant's going to be back. So you want to give yourself as much time as possible, and you want to give your team a chance to gel since clearly it looks like I think we're going to go the rest of the regular season without seeing the big three play another game together. I mean, and, and it's probably going to be hardened because I, there's no way they're going to rush him back. KD mm-hmm. will get back at some point, but they're not going to go with and rush Harden back. So I wonder if we're not going to see Harden until the playoffs. Now, your first round, you should be fine, right? Because you've seen, look, like I said, the Nets are regular season good, man. They, they are regular season good. But then that second round of the playoffs, you kind of want to play the Hawks or the Knicks. You don't want to play the Bucks or the 76ers, right? Because you're finished set. You don't want that. You want to be able to push that until the East Finals. You want the Bucks and Sixers to take care of one another, and one of those teams is going home, and, and you're playing the other one. Okay, that's why I said for a long time, hey, the Nets' next big game is probably going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now with James Harden not coming back uh, for a while, suddenly you could get into that second round, and are you going to really beat the Bucks or the Sixers w- without one or two of those guys? It's not going to happen. Look, the Bucks are playing playing much, much better. The Sixers have played at one high level all season long, whether they've had Joel Embiid or not, which is scary news. So you're telling me you're going to get through that second round of the playoffs without all three of those guys? You're not. And so if you if you don't finish first, that's the prospect you're looking at. So if I'm the Nets, I got to go. I, I got to go to the wall to try to finish first place in the Eastern Conference. The West, I don't give a crap about. East, yeah, you got to go finish first. No, I don't think you need to. I think you're going to be able to play through the Eastern Conference. I think the Western Conference is just such a much tougher slog. Uh, again, health issues are there, right? We talked about Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I, I have to circle back, though. A little bit of tweets. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie t- tweeting out that you know the potential is there for uh, – and Steve Nash talked about him being ahead of rehab. Now, wouldn't that be a nice – 
thing to bolster your squad uh, as you as you have to you know pick names out of a hat as to which of those three superstars are going to play on a given night. But part of it is also pacing, right? Coming off of the the bubble year, you know, you're also trying to make make sure you're managing injuries and soreness and whatever correctly. And I think they'll they'll be ready come prime time. For the Lakers, it's just great theater, right? How how injured are they? And is this current supporting cast ready for prime time when it when it's all said and done? Is can you get it done with Dennis Schroeder? Mm. And Look, what about I, the Clippers? They they're they've been playing off in no man's land. Nobody's talking about them. Right. Well, listen, we talked about basketball. I, they get the win tonight. Yeah. Uh, I told you a week ago. That's a great game. If I got to pick one team that's going to get out of the West right now, it's the Clippers. Well, but you were when, trying when, to curry favor cuz uh, yeah. Adam Oslin does tweet <laughs> at you. I mean, he he comes at you hard for some of your takes. I believe the system quarterback take uh he, I, I think he sent it to you like what 12 times in the last Yeah, I think so. I I get a lot yeah. of those. Yeah happen uh but but here's the thing when when they both come back when lebron and ad come back trust me it's gonna be oh we forgot how good these guys were we forgot how good this team was when both of them were together it's like you want to dismiss people want to dismiss the lakers now that oh they're trouble lebron's not healthy don't have ad um like i said if you're 500 without your two superstars that the team is built around okay that's pretty good and then when they get back and start boat racing teams because they're going to be fresh because lebron's had time off the same thing with ad it's going to be oh now i remember how good the lakers are the lakers are fine as long as they do come back and lebron's going to need no time cuz he's the one guy that's okay well he's only going to he's had most of the season he's played with these guys uh if he comes back for game 1 of the playoffs the lakers are going to be fine ad's coming back in a couple of days they 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 i have no worries about the lakers whatsoever as long as we get the return to health of both of these guys doesn't matter well, if lebron comes back tomorrow or if he comes back in the regular season come right? on you no just threw a bucket of water on your hot have, take hey if no these guys the are healthy Ah, come no on. I have no worries about them. The whole point is who if I'm they're healthy. about. The Lakers or the Nets. I'm worried more yeah, about I'm the like, Lakers because nah. the Lakers are going to be healthy. So you're not you're more worried about the Nets, not the Lakers. Yes. Because that, that, you're that's convinced the that there's some kind of magic going on there. With the Nets? No, with your your Lakers, suddenly there's some voodoo that oh, these yeah. guys are going to be 100 percent healthy. Yes. what the hell? Trust, trust me, dude. You really think LeBron wouldn't come? Wouldn't be back now if the Lakers were in trouble? Of course he'd be back. AD would be back too. But they've just, able, been able to. I just like out. that you now minimize back. the extent of both their injuries. They'd be back <laughs> into load management. I they'd knew it would back. happen, and you know what? It had to be you. It had to be you, and it'll be on tomorrow morning as well. Anyway. Jason Smith Show with Mike Hartman here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I do want to say, uh, you know, hey, last night when we talked about uh, Steph Curry <laughs> and the all-time great list and, and where he was and players that ranked ahead of him, it was nice to see that on TV today. I, th- I thought that was nice. We did it last night, and then it became a big thing for us virally. And, hey, and it got on TV today, and other people got to uh, reap the rewards of it. I, that, was, that was pretty uh, It's pretty fun seeing that. So, we're you know, givers. we're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free this is holly fry from stuff you missed in history class the national sales event is on at your toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new suv like an adventure ready rav4 available with all-wheel drive your new rav4 is built for performance on any terrain or check out a stylish and comfortable highlander with seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 